It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Auburn has a lot of unanswered questions so far this offseason. The biggest one is Auburn's starting quarterback currently on the roster. Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn. Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blagamy. Thank you so much for making Locked on Auburn your first listen every single day and joining us as he does every Wednesday, Mike G of the War Happy War Wednesday to all who celebrate. And Mike G, today, I want us to take a stab at answering the biggest three questions, unanswered questions of the offseason for the Tigers so far. Let's do it. The biggest... You heard it at the top just then. Is Auburn starting quarterback currently on campus? Mike G. Um, I'm going to go with yes. Wow. Now, if you uh, follow the war report, uh, we recently entered, uh, interviewed Coach Hugh Freeze. Um, and quarterback came up and, you know, he mentioned he has not coached any of these guys a single down yet. But interestingly enough, when he mentioned the quarterbacks, he mentioned T.J. Finley. And I thought that that was interesting. So yeah. it means that T.J. at least plans to go through the spring and compete, I think. Um, yeah, there was a lot of speculation that he was autom- he was an automatic transfer. Um, that still may happen. But, you know, at the end right. of the day, Coach Hugh Freeze is looking at Robbie Ashford, Holden Gardner, and T.J. Finley – as his quarterbacks, I think it's going to be really hard for them to get a, a quality starting quarterback in the second portal period. So I'm going to, I'm going to go I with yes. Okay. I, I don't know if I agree with that last part, but I do think it's interesting. Like the TJ Finley thing, mm-hmm. Mikey, can you imagine if TJ Finley's the first quarterback to take snaps today? Day? Fans are going to lose their minds over this, right? I just and, like, can you do that from like a building, you know, the, the, morale of the fan base like can you do that i think that for somebody who's touted himself as a quarterback guru and a developer or that you don't care if you have deemed that he is your guy yeah you're right he's not gonna you're care right. he's not gonna care what people you're think, right you know so i mean here's the deal and before anybody says oh my geez back on the tj finley train right like i read those stupid comments zach the you know <laughs> this is this is out of the coach's mouth yeah right this is out of the coach's mouth. So, like, we've only ever talked about what the coaches say. And um, he has mentioned TJ in this race. And so it's kind of been a forgotten storyline. And I think it's worth mentioning. So, you know, I still think that Robbie Hashford has the leg up in terms of what's on tape but, and having played most of the season and what he can do with his legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. Go watch that interview we did with Coach Hugh Freeze. We asked him a lot of really interesting questions pertaining to this. Do you think... 
he's sending a message when he says stuff like that, or do you think he's just being candid? I think I think two things can be true. Okay, that's fair. He is candidly sending a message. That's fair. That's right? fair. I think there's a chance, and this is all said. Enough. First off, my answer to this is no. I don't think Auburn's starting quarterback is currently on campus. I think there's a lot of things, especially with NIL, that can be done throughout the spring. Okay. And I think I think Grayson McCall is also an interesting thing. Like, can he graduate? Mm-hmm. A lot of variables at play here. But I just think Hugh Freeze is going to do whatever it takes to get his guy. And if his guy is not on the roster, he's going to go get his guy from somewhere. Well, he mentioned, Zach, that, you know, I asked him this question straight up. Mm-hmm. Are you going after a quarterback in the second portal period? And he said, it depends a lot on what happens this spring. So when you say that, that's to say that you don't think that any of these guys are going to step up this spring and close Ooh. the door on that opportunity. Sure. Right? Yeah. But also, like, what can what else is he going to say to that question, though? You know what sure. I mean? Like, sure. if he says yes, and it's like, well, you don't know who's in the portal. Like, well, it, but, but can't you hear it now? Oh, he's tampering, Mike G. He's tampering. <laughs> like, can't you hear that? Like, people yeah. screaming it from the rooftops uh, already? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the answer could have sounded something like, well, you know, we're always trying to improve the roster, and if there's somebody out there that wants to play here and we feel like they're going to fit, we're going to go after them. Isn't, right? that the sa- isn't that the same answer, though? Ah, it depends what happens in the spring. Like, isn't that the same thing? Not, not quite. Not quite. Okay. I, I think that he really wants to see what these guys are going to do and if they take the next step during the spring. And I, I do think that will dictate how aggressively they go after a quarterback. If, if somebody steps up now, now, mind you, and it's not just somebody, it's two somebodies because you got to have two guys that can do the job in the SEC. You can't just have one. So they still might go after somebody, even if, you know, Robbie or TJ or Holden has an outstanding spring. Yeah. I think there's a chance that Holden is the biggest stock riser in the quarterback room in spring. 100%. And I don't know, like, I think Holden's ability is awesome. His his throwing motion is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. He's got, a, he's got a lot more to figure out, right, the leadership aspect and all that. But if Hugh Freeze just doesn't see it in Robbie or TJ, and I don't know if that's going to happen or not, no clue. Mm-hmm. But... I just, it's really easy to see Holden Gurner in a Hugh Freeze offense. Well, Robbie too, but I just don't know. I don't, I don't know. I I don't know how that exactly works. Let me give you this, Zach, right? Um, uh, Coach Hugh Freeze was also quoted as saying it's hard to evaluate these guys when they're running for their life. And that was a shot at the previous offensive line, right? Mm -hmm. Now, the person who benefits the most from a retooled offensive line, I think is Holden Gariner, right? He because or he, TJ, right? Um, because those guys need the protection a little more than Robbie does, right? Um, now we saw Rob, what Robbie Ashford can do with his legs when plays break down. Um, he's a dynamic athlete. He's an elite athlete. Um, but I think that Coach Freeze is going to want a guy who's going to play from the pocket and uses athleticism when needed, uh, and you know, I think that Holden benefits if this if this O-line, this retooled O-line yeah. is as good as they hope it's going to be. I think I think a lot of it's going to come down to leadership. Mm. And I don't know who the best leader of the three quarterbacks is. Yeah. Do you? Do you have a no. guess? I, mean, no. I can't even guess. <laughs> yeah, no. No. Um, we'll see. 
like I said, we'll see. I'm wait. I'm gonna wait to see what the coaches say on this one. I don't. I don't think it's fair to opine on this right now. But yeah, I'll, no question, you know, no question. And I, I think it's gonna it. be valuable to hear what happens in practice. I think it's gonna be valuable to see, you know, who trots out with the ones more than the other guys, and ultimately mm-hmm. who stays on the team, right? Because yeah. we talk about TJ, but like Gardner can do the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, TJ can grad transfer. Holden's gonna have the ability to use his free transfer. The only guy that's really stuck is Robbie. So we'll see what exactly that looks like. Um, but still, needless to say, probably it's, it's the biggest unanswered question so far mm-hmm. this offseason. My number two biggest unanswered question this offseason so far, Mike G, where is Cam Riley on the linebacker depth chart? We will tackle this one next right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at the FanDuel Sportsbook, it's midway through the NBA season, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Look, you can get in on this thing, and you have a no-sweat first bet if you're new to FanDuel, up to $1,000. That's all in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. So you're telling me there's no there's no sweat to it. There's no reason not to try this thing. And it's so fun just following along with their lines throughout the Super Bowl. Um, it's a fun way to get involved in the action. So just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, easy to use. You get deposits quickly. It's great. Don't miss a chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. A Mike G of the War Report joining us as he does every Wednesday. Mike G, in your mind, where is Cam Riley right now in the linebacker depth chart? Because right, things go along with that. Because when you answer that question, then it's like, okay, then where is Austin Keys, the Ole Miss transfer? Where is Demario Tolan, the LSU transfer? What do you think about Wesley Steiner? It's a pretty loaded question about wherever Cam Riley is. Everybody else then kind of falls into place. Uh, well, outside of quarterback, this is the other position group with the most question marks. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think that he's pretty high up on this depth chart. I would put him at the, I would put him at a one right now. Okay. I would, I have got, I've got Cam Riley as a starter right now. How uh, much of that Mike G I, I agree with you. How much of that is default by default? Like you're just the, 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 the guy from a year ago that's left over since Owen Papo went on. How much of that is by default? How much of that is like you think he's better than Demario Tolan and Austin Keys? I think he's good. I think he's good, and yeah. I think that he showed flashes of brilliance last year. Um, I don't think that they were a very well coached group last year. That's it. Um, you nailed it. And, that's that's the right. And mm-hmm. I think that if they're a better coached group this year, that Cam Riley shines in this defense here um, with uh, Ron Roberts. So yeah, you know, we'll see what. It looks like, uh, you know, they're going to, you know, I got a chance to talk to Rob Roberts at the media kind of scrum that we had a few weeks ago and asked the question about, 
uh, playing a four three versus a three four, and he, you know, he we talked about the edge. He said that he wants a hybrid linebacker that can put his hands in the dirt, right? So they're playing three down linemen with a with a guy who can just move to the line, put his down, and then just bum rush off the edge, right? So um, there's going to be an opportunity for a lot of linebackers to play. Are you saying I, that's Cam Riley that's going to no, be doing no, no, that? No, 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 okay. no, no. Okay, right. right, yeah. But I'm just saying, like four four linebackers on the field. And I got Cam Riley in the starting lineup right now, unless unless he proves otherwise this spring. His physical ability is second to none, right? I think that's pretty obvious. Just when you look at the specimen that he is, it's he looked lost at times. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think any of like Auburn's linebackers really like looked a lot better. I don't think any of them played better than like they were. And so to me, I, I look at coaching last year. I mean, Owen Papo, I mean, we should feel terrible about how he was used at Auburn. Like I, I just, I hate it for right. him. Right. And like Cam Riley, I just, nobody ever seemed to position him. Mean, even the first year under Harson, like it's a different linebackers coach, but still they just never really seemed their first step never seemed to be like correct, Mike G. You know what I mean? And then after yeah. that, it's just the plays happen so fast. If you miss that first step, you're always out of it. The angles were always bad. It didn't matter if it was Cam Riley on Papo, Wesley Steiner. It didn't matter who it was. Mm-hmm. It just never really looked right. Yeah. And I, I think Ron Roberts coming in is going to help linebackers a ton. He was he did a lot for the linebackers at Baylor. I think he'll do a lot for the linebackers. Uh, and and if that's the case, I, I think Cam Riley is the biggest winner in all of this. Yeah, listen, it was tough last year watching the linebackers who are physically talented just not know what to do, right? Um, and when I say that, I mean choosing the wrong gaps, uh, letting your know, rushers just go walk into the end zone at times. Right. It was it was painful to watch, and that's something that's definitely got to improve in twenty twenty three. If Auburn expects to be uh, better than last year, because the SEC West isn't getting any easier right now. Another question, you know, that we posed to the head football coach about, you know, there are a lot of talented coaches, man, and you're going to be going up against some dynamic defenses, and they've all got talent. Everybody's got dudes, Zach, mm-hmm. right? Auburn needs some dudes that know what they're doing, and at linebacker, it's really important that you can protect the second level of the defense, especially in the run game. That's right. That's right, Mike G. And so, I, I mean, I, I like Cam Riley's ability. I love Demario Tolan. Like, if you told me Demario Tolan was going to be a starting linebacker mm-hmm. uh, in, in September, he's going to be the number one guy. I'm like, okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. Now, something against Cam Riley. I just think Demario Tolan's really, really good sure. and didn't really get a whole lot of opportunities at LSU. But when he played, dang, he looked really, really impressive, um, especially when he was asked to do things like spy and Bryce Young and things like that. I, I just, we can use that. We can certainly use that. I think Austin Keys is just a piece which isn't bad. Once again, nothing is Austin Keys. I just like the upside of the other two guys a little bit more. That's that's my early stab at this depth chart. All right. Who is Auburn's number one wide receiver? That is our third unanswered question that we will take a stab at in just a moment. Right here on Locked on Auburn. Mike G, I got to tell you, yesterday, mm-hmm. my family, we went to Alumni Hall. Ooh. Went to Alumni Hall, okay. the one in Tigertown. Okay. I got this awesome hat little for baseball season, mm-hmm. the digital camo action. Got an Auburn pullover. I'm repping that. My wife got a a, a a hoodie, which looks comfortable as mess. She's actually asleep right now as I record this uh, in the hoodie. That's how comfortable it is. Alumni Hall, they've got awesome stuff all over the place. 
Be sure to check it out. All of it officially licensed by Auburn, so you know what you're getting. Good, solid, quality stuff. Mm. They've got a they've got a location in uh, Opelika, in Auburn, and in Huntsville. And if you are an out-of-towner or just don't want to go to a physical store, alumnihall.com. Be sure to give them some love. Might stop by on my way up to the game today, Zach. Let's go. Let's Let's go. go. Yeah, alumnihall.com. The NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Mikey, you and I talked about this, Mm. I don't know if it was last week or two weeks ago, but this speculation on Auburn's number one wide receiver, I'm not going to lie to you. I think you changed my mind some because I've been going along with the Camden Brown Mm-hmm. And the more I look at snap counts from a year ago, I did a lot of that in the show earlier this week. Say it. Uh, I think it is Coy Moore. My man. I think it is Coy Moore. Wait, was that my Denzel voice? My man. Right. My yeah. man. My man. Yeah, right. I, I think that's certainly, uh, I, I think it's him. And you look at what he's capable of doing, mm-hmm. and it's just like, did, did he underachieve? Was he not used correctly? I don't know exactly what it was, but just Coy Moore's ability is great. But also, on the other side of the coin, if you want to tell me that Camden Brown has the most upside, I'm cool with that. And if you want to tell me that Javaris Johnson is the best wide receiver on this roster, I'm cool with that too. But if I had to pick right now who leads Auburn receiving, not catches, not touchdowns, just overall yardage, I'm saying Coy Moore right now. Uh, Let's be clear. Every wide receiver on this roster that saw time on the field was a victim of a poor offensive scheme. The first three games of the season, or four games of the season, Auburn had no offensive identity. It was awful. Uh, Around LSU, they tried something different, and then you saw these guys start to make plays down the field. Now, Coy Moore is a guy who believes in himself to the the umpteenth degree. What did he say on y'all's show last year that like he was going to get two one thousand yard receivers this year? He thinks that they they have two they had two one thousand yard receivers in that room. What he didn't know was the system wasn't going to ever allow for that, right? Like, Uh, yeah, yeah, there was just was not going to allow for that. I mean, not (laughs) unless we had two thousand yards last year. No, that's a joke. That's a joke. But still, like, kind of feels felt like yeah. But his point, question at some it, it was a little bit of hyperbole, but like, you know, he, his point was that, that he feels like the talent is in the room and it is. they just right. need a chance to show it. Yep. So I think they're going to get that chance because Hugh Freeze's leading receiver averages around 850 yards receiving every single year. Uh, and I think that Hugh, Hugh is going to make sure from the quarterback standpoint that those guys get that opportunity. Now, um, don't be surprised if you see a tight end emerge as one of those two leading receivers in this offense. Uh, but I do think Coy Moore is, is the, you know, Auburn needs dudes. Coy Moore is a dude. So tied in Landon King, or are you talking about somebody else? Mm, well, TBD. TBD. I don't want to commit there. I don't want to commit a tight end because there's, there's a lot of interesting things happening in that room. And I think that that is a very dynamic room as well, too. I think Rivaldo is the only one that's going to catch more than like, 20 or 30 passes, though. They seem really excited about Rivaldo Fairweather. Uh, I don't want to disrespect any of the incumbents, but, like... That's not their skill set, though. They weren't they weren't brought in to stretch the field. They were brought in to block all the other guys. 
Yeah, right? yeah, right. I mean, don't tell and them. Like, that. And then, like Mike O'Reilly Ducker, like I just don't think it's his time yet. I, I think he's pretty dang good. It's just not uh-huh. his time quite yet. But okay. Um. Wait, are you disagreeing with me on that? No, 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 no. I okay. mean, I'm, I'm just like I'm, I'm TBD on all of this with the okay. tag room. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm very okay. non. I don't know what you meant by that. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Uh, Coy Moore, more or less 500 yards. More. Camden Brown, more or less 500 more, yards. More. More. Rivaldo Fairweather, more or less 500 yards. Less. Javaris Johnson, more or less 500. More. Interesting. Okay. And then Jay Fair, you love him. I do love him. More How, or less. Where is he going to land right now? Again, I'm not going to commit on Jay Fair, TBD, but like I, I want, I want to see this spring how they use him. Um, and again, he's got a lot of quick burst speed. Uh, he can get away from guys in the middle of the I field, right? He's got solid hands. Uh, he is the he's one of the hardest workers I've ever seen. Um, and he is a guy who's uh, Hugh, Hugh Freeze talked about guys who show up on lists, right? Don't show up on a list. Don't park in the wrong place. Don't be getting parking tickets. You know, yeah. don't miss study hall. Jay Fair is not showing up on a list. He's not showing up on anybody's list, right? right. He, the only list he's showing up on is the top of whatever the performance is for the day. He's showing up the top GPA. He's showing up on that list, right? Do, and you, I think, do you think Jay Fair brings his lunch pail to work? I, I think he brings it to the bathroom, the shower. I think... You think, think he's a big he, lunch pail guy? Yeah, he's ready to work, no matter where the work is. What do you think the number one item in Jay Fair's lunch pail is? Um, it's like a PBJ and PBJ sandwich, just no, like safe, no. routine, no. bologna classic. and mayonnaise sandwich. Yeah, bologna and mayonnaise. Yeah, that's that's gully, right? He's gully, right? Like he's like he just need a lot, man. He just needs the basics. Just give me a football. Let me go play. Okay. I, don't I got need it. Extras, right? I got it. Okay. Bologna. Jarquez Hunter, more or less 500 receiving yards. More. This is going to be crazy. Listen, he is an under – well, I don't know if I can say underrated. I think everybody recognizes that he can catch the ball. We're all pretty – I mean, we're hyping him up. Let's don't kid ourselves here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, let's be real. real. He can catch. And I think, um, depending on who the quarterback is, a lot of those safety net passes with the running back just kind of chipping on the block and leaking out of the backfield, I could see him doing that a lot this year. Uh, I mean, I almost think it's quarterback proof, right? I mean, it doesn't matter if it's Robbie or TJ or Holden or somebody else. I mean, I, I think, I think this is going to be part of, you know, that check down part of the offense and just, mm-hmm. um, we talked about this yesterday on the show, Mike G, but you know, this almost seemed like a marketing push. Like Jarquez Hunter is the dude. Like Jarquez he, Hunter is that guy. He, yeah. Jarquez Hunter is him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Barring injury. He's the only guy. He's one of the only guys on this team on offense that I have no questions about what, where he stands on the depth chart. Mm. Right. Like, I mean, think about it right now. Think That's tight end, white receiver, quarterback, Jeremiah, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, we'll, if we'll you see. saw somebody else at left guard, would you be surprised? I'd be, I'd be pretty surprised. Yeah, I'd, be, I'd be surprised, but I'm just saying the, the obvious is dark was hunter. Yeah, right? no, I get it. I'm, I'm just not, nitpicking. Yeah. I'm he's with you. not his, his position is not in flux. I think he's the most solid guy on that offense. I'm with you. I'm with you. Mike G, how can people give you some love, brother? What all is going on? Uh, visit us at The War Report on YouTube. Check us out on Twitter. We're dropping a bunch of cool stuff this week, Zach. So go check out all that content. Coach Hugh Free sat down with us uh, for a great interview. Um, and we can't wait to share that with everybody. When is that coming out, Mike? Uh, Thursday. Thursday okay. morning, 9 a.m. Perfect. Yeah, be sure to check that out tomorrow 
morning. Find all my written work at auburndaily.com. We will see you tomorrow. Little Cruton Thursday action with John Garcia. Can Auburn flip some Georgia Bulldogs? We discussed that tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.